Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and before we get into this episode, I wanted to remind you to check out our other Western podcasts released daily by going to otrwesterns.com or searching OTR Westerns in your podcast app of choice. I also wanted to invite you to check out our other podcast channel releasing non-Western shows by going to otnetcast.com or by searching otnetcast in your podcast app of choice. Now let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be Gunsmoke. Original air date is March 11th, 1956, and the title is Bringing Down Father. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Gunsmoke, brought to you by Chesterfield. Chesterfield packs more pleasure because it's more perfectly packed thanks to Accuray. They satisfy the most. Around Dodge City and in the territory on West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers, and that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. Gunsmoke, starring William Conrad, the transcribed story of the violence that moved west with young America, and the story of a man who moved with it. I'm that man, Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. The first man they look for and the last they want to meet. It's a chancy job that makes a man watchful and a little lonely. get caught in the rain last night, Matt? I never left the office, Doc. I stayed home, too. Yeah? For once. Ordinarily, bad weather brings a rash of broken legs and babies with it. 
all out in the country somewhere. Uh, you always told me living in the open's good for a man, Doc. I said sun is good for a man. Well, you'll get some sun next summer. And you'll complain just as hard about that. When I think I could have an office back in Baltimore. When nice, clean people come to see me. Yeah, but nobody needs you in Baltimore, Doc. They get sick there, too, don't they? <laughs> well, I don't know. I've never been there. You've never been? He's never been there. Hello, John. You wouldn't last two days in Baltimore, Matt? No. No. People are too polite and well-mannered. Well, you teach me what it's like, Doc, but uh, some other time. Ah, there, now, you see what I mean? Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> oh, oh, and Chester here. He could use a little refining, too. Well, now, don't get carried away, Doc. Good morning, Mr. John. Oh, Doc. Good morning, Chester. Now, what are you doing out here, Chester? Oh, I got up early this morning. I saw you could sit on the porch here and watch the street like an old man. I already swamped out the office, Mr. Dillon. Yeah, for the first time in two weeks. Maybe you ought to get up early every morning. Mm-mm. I've got too civilized for that. <laughs> Wait a minute. You didn't get up at all this morning. You were still up. Yes, sir. How much did you lose? Oh, I wasn't gambling. I was sitting talking to a little old gal I met. Kindly keeping her out of the rain, oh. you know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a guy. We know, don't we? Oh, yes, yes. And it sure rained a barrel last night, too, didn't it, Chester? It sure did, Doc. <laughs> who's this? Some kid i never seen him before, Mr. Jones. Do people tell me where I can uh, find a marshal? You done found him. <laughs> What's the trouble, son? My name's Gildon, Andy Gildon. Just come up from Texas with a herd. Oh, what's on your mind, Annie? There's a man been shot, Marshal. An unarmed man. What? Up the river a ways, where we're holding the cattle. The trail boss shot him this morning before it got light. We put a guard on the boss. Well, what's the name of this outfit? They're Star M cattle, Marshal. Star M? And Harley Burke's the trail boss. He won't be for long. Not after this. Now, Burke's a man of temper and he's pretty rough, but he's decent. Hard to believe he'd shoot an unarmed man. Well, he did, Marshal. Is the man dead, son? He's unconscious. Has been right along. All right, let's get going, Doc. That whistling man, Bobby Haggard, really started something. Tonight, we'd like to introduce a player piano that could have come right out of the Long Branch in Dodge City. Packs more pleasure, packs more pleasure. Chesterfield packs more pleasure because Chesterfield's more perfectly packed. The more perfectly packed your cigarette, the more taste and mildness are released for you. Chesterfield, made by exclusive Accuray, has an open, easy draw that unlocks all the pleasure of fine tobaccos. Now, Accuray ensures an even distribution of tobacco from one end of your Chesterfield to the other. Chesterfield is firm and pleasing to the lips, mild yet deeply satisfying. Chesterfield packs more pleasure because Chesterfield's more perfectly packed. To the touch, to the taste, Chesterfield packs more pleasure because it's more perfectly packed. Buy Chesterfield, mild yet they satisfy the most.
Where is the man, Andy? He's over yonder, behind that bush. There's a lot of bush around this camp. Suppose you show me. All right. I'm going to talk to Burke, Doc. You let me know what you find, huh? I will, man. Hey, Eagle Marshal. Yeah, that's right. Just look at the guard they got around Burke here, Mr. Jones. Uh-huh. I set the men to hold him, Marshal. He ain't going to get away. Now, who are you? I'm Ruman, Jack Ruman. You help run this outfit? No, I'm just a rider. Someone had to take over. All right, Ruman, you can tell those men to fall back now. All right. Stand back now, you men. The law's here. Stand back. Uh, hello, Burke. Marshal. Uh, tell me you shot a man. Oh, he shot him all right, Marshal. And Hodges wasn't even armed. I wasn't asking you, Ruman. Well, you gotta hear the truth. Burke here had done nothing but fight with Hodges the whole trip. On his neck about something every minute. Go on, you gotta admit it, Burke. I had no use for him. You hated him. He was lazy and no good. Of course I hated him. Burke, I've known you a good many years. You're as rough a trail boss as there is. You're rock-headed and you drive the men as hard as you do yourself. And I've seen you be downright mean about it. Could be. I sure never figured you'd shoot a man. Surprised me too, Marshal. All right, tell me what happened. It was raining. I'd been out with a guard. Only dry spot I could find when I come in was way over there by Hodges. I went to sleep, and he must have woke up and seen who it was. Then he come over and kicked me in the head. Hurt me bad, but somehow I got a bullet in him before I blacked out. You didn't know he was unarmed. What difference it make, Marshal? Make a lot of difference if he doesn't live. Doc here will know about that. No. Hello, Burke. Doc. Well, Doc, how is he? He's dead. Burke? I know. I know. I'll get my stuff together and come with you, Marshal. Who's going to boss this outfit now? Oh, uh, Andy Gillen. Andy? He's just a kid. His pa owns this herd, Marshal. Oh. What do you want, Burke? Andy, your pa sent you on this drive to make a man out of you. Working for a murder? Your boss now. Sell the herd, pay off the men, and get the rest of the money back to your park. Can you do that? <laughs> I'll be right with you, Marshal. Fine boss he was. Hey, Ruman. Let's start moving them cattle down river. Alrighty. Let's go, you men. Well, what do you think, Doc? Well, Matt, that man Hodges was shot in the head. And by somebody who was lying on the ground. Well, Burke admits doing it. Then I guess he did it all right. Yeah, but there's something he isn't telling me, Doc. Knowing Harley Burke, I'm going to have a hard time finding out what it is. Sam. Yeah, Marshal. Uh, bring me a beer, huh? Why, sure. Good evening, Marshal. Ah, oh, hello, Ruman. You get Burke down to jail all right this morning? Yeah, he's in jail. If ever I seen a man earned a hanging, he's it. Oh? Uh, I take it you don't like him, Ruman. 
We got along just fine, Marshal. Hey, you ain't seen Andy Gilden, have you? Hey, he's been sitting over there with Kitty. Where? Uh, no, there he goes out the door. Looks like he's pretty drunk, too. He is drunk. Been hunting everywhere. <laughs> Here you are, Marshal. Oh, thanks, Sam. I think I'll take that beer over to the table with me. Hello, Kitty. You sure take your time, Matt. No. What's wrong? You saw me sitting here with that drunken kid. Why didn't you come over? Well, Andy Gilden may be a kid, but his pa owns the Star M. And Andy's now boss of the outfit. Hmm. I heard all about his pa. He must be a rich man. And he wasn't talking about his money. Oh? He hates him, Matt. I never heard anything like it. Oh, why? The old man's too strict, probably. Like sending him up the trail just to make a man out of him. Yeah. Now that hasn't hurt him, Kitty. Matt, I think that boy'd kill his pa if he had a chance. All he talked about was how he'd like to get back at him. What are you staring at me for? What? Oh, I, I'm sorry, Kitty. I, uh, I was just thinking. Thinking about what? I'm glad I talked to you, Kitty. Maybe now I can find out what Harley Burke's holding back from me. I sure don't understand you, Marshal. Oh, why not, Burke? Come in this morning, turn me out of jail. Now you're taking me down to the stock pins. What for? Well, I thought you'd like to know how young Gilden made out with the sale of those cattle. I think you're lying. Now, there he is with that fellow Ruman again. They seem to be pretty good friends, don't they? I guess. You just won't tell me anything, will you, Burke? I'll tell you anything you want to know, Marshal. Oh, yeah, sure. Good morning, Andy. Yeah. Roman. What's Harley Burke doing out of jail? A man gets cramped in there. I was walking him around a little. Well, I ain't gonna be seen with no murder. Andy, I'll be in my room at the Dodge house should you want me. Okay. How'd you sell a herd, Andy? I sold it. You get a good price? It's no business of yours, Burke. Not no more. Now we can always find out from the agent, Andy. All right. I got $20,000. Payable tomorrow. $20,000's a fair price. Your Paul will be pleased. I let you take it to Mr. Bodkin at the bank tomorrow, Andy. He'll give you a note for it. I don't need no bank. And I don't need no advice either, Marshal. Now, look, Andy, you can't carry that money home in cash. Why not? Nobody does. There's too many jayhawkers and bushwhackers waiting along the trail. Now, you know that. I don't know nothing. Except you can leave me alone. Both of you. We're only trying to help, Andy. I'll do my job and you do yours, Marshal. You go hang Harley Burke. Well, Burke? Well, the boy's kind of headstrong, Marshal. That's all you've got to tell me, huh? That's all. All right, then let's get back to jail. Where 
are you listening to Gunsmoke? In your kitchen? Getting ready for Sunday supper? Maybe in your living room, relaxing? Or out driving? Say, be sure and watch the road. But remember, there's pleasure ahead when you smoke Chesterfield. When you satisfy yourself with Chesterfield's better taste and mildness. You see, Chesterfield packs more pleasure because it's more perfectly packed. A more perfectly packed cigarette gives you an open, easy draw that unlocks all the better taste and mildness of fine tobaccos. And Chesterfield, made by exclusive Accuray, is more perfectly packed. With an even distribution of tobacco from one end of your Chesterfield to the other. Firm and pleasing to the lips. Mild, yet deeply satisfying. Remember, to the touch, to the taste. Chesterfield packs more pleasure because Chesterfield's more perfectly packed. Buy Chesterfield. Mild, yet they satisfy the most. I want to find Andy before he talks to Ruman, Chester. It's been over a half hour already. There's his room. If he's in it. Yeah, well, let's hope he is. Who is it? Open up, Andy. What do you want now, Marshal? Your gun. Here now. What are you taking my gun for? For Chester to hold on here while he's walking you to jail. Jail? Well, you're talking crazy, Marshal. Keep your voice down. Here's his gun, Chester. And you put him in a far cell. And you keep him quiet, huh? Real quiet. I understand. Come on, get moving, Andy. Ow! Now, look here. You don't shut up, I'll lump up your head with this gun. You can't arrest me. I ain't done nothing. Get moving. You can't do this. Of course I can't. Marshal. Uh, I'd like to talk to you, Roman. Sure. Good morning. Roman, have you seen Andy Gilden in the last half hour? Oh, sure. You was there at the stock pen. Why? Well, a few minutes ago, he was seen leaving town, riding north. So? I saw him myself. He was riding awful fast, Roman. A lot of men ride out of town, Marshal. Maybe he's got a gal out the country somewhere. Yeah, maybe. Well, what you think? I was with the agent who bought the Star M herd. Yeah. He got the $20,000 up today, and he didn't have to wait till tomorrow. Say he was headed north? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Texas is south of here. Stealing that money. Stealing it from his own paw. Looks that way. Well, ain't you going after him, Marshal? 
Well, he's a gildan. I kind of look on it as a family matter, Ruman. And I'm going after him. No, you're not. You go after him, there'll be a fight. Maybe a killing. We'll let his paw worry I'm about I'm going him. after him, Marshal. You can't stop me. Can't I, Ruman? Yeah, Marshal. You got Burke back in jail? Yeah. Well, I got something to say. And I want him to hear it, too. <laughs> Cells are out back, Roman, through that door there. All right. Burke, Roman's got something he wants both of us to hear. Roman, huh? Well, I've been waiting long enough. What do you mean? It was you who kicked me in the head and shot Hodges. You know what you're going to say? It was not me, done it. Of course it was. Now, don't be a fool, Burke. What'd I get out of it? I don't hate old man Gildon. I don't want to steal his money. Nobody stole his money. You mean you ain't heard? Heard what? Andy got paid off for them cattle today, and he rode out of town headed north. <laughs> he did, huh? And what's more, he told me he killed Hotchie. He's lying, he... and I can prove it. Up, they tricked us. Andy, they tricked us. They got us crossing each other. Roman killed him, and I can prove but... it. Oh, I'll kill you for that. Roman. <laughs> Chester. Yes, sir. He, he got him all right. Shot him right in the head. He's dead. Yeah. What'd you let him do that for, Marshal? Well, he wouldn't have talked if I'd have disarmed him, Burke. I had to take a chance. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you did. Maybe if you'd have talked, none of this would have happened. Well, I knew I didn't shoot that man, Marshal. But I knew the only way I'd ever find out who did was to just wait and see what they was after. You knew they were in it together down at the stock pens. You knew they were going to keep the money. Yeah, but I didn't know which one was the killer. Well, it doesn't matter much now. Andy's dead and Ruman will hang anyway. But why were you protecting the two of them? Why did you take the blame? Because I was afraid it might have been the kid that done it. Old man Gildon's the best friend I got in this world. I couldn't never have faced him if I'd brought his boy up here to hang. No. Uh, I understand the boy hated him. But he didn't hate Andy, Marshal. All he wanted was for him to be a man. Now something went wrong with that. Sure did. Burke. Yeah? You did all you could. When the old man hears the whole story, he... You'll know what a good friend you've been. moment, our star, William Conrad. Chesterfield packs more pleasure because Chesterfield's more perfectly packed. Chesterfield, made by exclusive Accuray, packs more pleasure because it's more perfectly packed. 
unlocks all the pleasure of fine tobacco. Chesterfield packs more pleasure because Chesterfield's more perfectly packed. Firm and pleasing to the lips, Chesterfield, mild, yet they satisfy the most. You know, one of the most unpopular men on the frontier was the peace officer. Most everyone felt that they had some reason to dislike him. But next week, a man arrives in Dodge who wants to be Marshal. And that was the West. Good night. Gunsmoke. Produced and directed by Norman McDonald, stars William Conrad as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal. Our story was specially written for Gunsmoke by John Meston, with music composed and conducted by Rex Corey. Sound patterns by Tom Hanley and Bill James. Featured in the cast were William Idelson, Lawrence Dobkin, and Vic Perrin. Harley Bear is Chester, Howard McNear is Doc, and Georgia Ellis is Kitty. Smokers, this is it. L and M filters. So good to your taste, so quick on the draw. Make today your big red letter day, your L and M red letter day. Superior taste and filter, it's the miracle tip. Make today your big red letter day, change to L and M today. L and M, so good to your taste. So quick on the draw. Get L and M today. Relax with L and M. So good to your taste, so quick on the draw. Join us again next week for another specially transcribed story on Gunsmoke. This is the CBS Radio Network. This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com, and we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to otrwesterns.com slash YouTube. And send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 707-986-8739. This episode is copyright under the attribution non-commercial share like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day and thanks for listening.